Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. To High Potion Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Crothy. And I'm Hall Burkhart. And uh, this is our first uh, of what I assume will be many more focused episodes um, where we're going to be discussing a specific game in a little more detail. Steve and I have been sitting around thinking up of uh, different segments and things we want to do for the show. I don't know if I necessarily want to be a hardcore like this is the news in video gaming every week of course things like that will come up but i, I just don't know that i have any interest in that right yeah not really i mean e3 is just a couple of weeks off and we're just we're, we'll get a ton of info then on stuff and we'll definitely talk about that and we'll definitely do a full e3 episode in fact you might have heard that before the, who knows man time is an illusion um so, the game we're talking about this week, uh, I'm actually going to sit back and let let Stevis take the wheel, baby, because uh, she, she's into these games, and I have only completed one so far after years of trying and being intimidated by these damn games. <laughs> the game we're going to be talking about this, uh, this episode is Demon's Souls, specifically the PlayStation 5 remake that came out uh, last November in 2020. Mm-hmm. There's, it's mainly the same thing as, I think, the PlayStation 3 version, but, uh, you know, some small changes that, of course, piss a lot of people off. You can't, you never can win. Yeah, and everybody. In, <laughs> in our sort of two-parter origin episode when we were talking about, like, how we stopped playing as much online together, sort of went on different paths for a little bit there. Uh, one, of the, the, one of the main things Steve was up to during that time was conquering the souls series mm-hmm. top to bottom except for demon souls you didn't have access to demon souls right i didn't want to buy a playstation 3 but you were, were thinking still, about oh, it oh i thought about it all the time <laughs> I, that's how into it i was but yeah playstation 3s were still you know like 300 bucks i think at, at base you know mm-hmm. and then i didn't want to spend that much especially when i knew that there was going to be a probable remake yeah because rumors of it have been out for a while mm-hmm. and that really fueled my desire to get the playstation 5 you know like knowing that demon's souls was going to be a launch title for it especially well like, we didn't well okay we so didn't we'll know get, that at first but <laughs> we'll get into it in a second what i i want to do because we're about we we were on the edge of the building ready to dive <laughs> off into demon souls territory i That's saw right. it in your yeah. eyes mm-hmm. 
But first. A, t- a tiny segment that I want to do from time to time is a little, what are you playing update? And so what have you been playing, buddy? Uh, lately, I've been playing Yakuza Kiwami. Nani? Yep. I'm about uh, 16 hours into that one. About I'd say maybe halfway through the story, but I'm really kind of just fucking around doing crazy shit now. You know what's funny is, so I've been playing a lot of Mass Effect Legendary Edition. A game are. I have been immensely hyped for. Mass Effect, maybe my favorite series. If not, it's it's up there. Top two. At least. I've never played that one, and it's it's on my to-do list now that they've issued the remaster. Yeah, so I've been playing a lot of that, but he, like being on Xbox talking to you about Yakuza Kiwami, because like, I'm not going to lie to you, and I still haven't decided, but my initial plan was to play through the entire Mass Effect trilogy. Boom, 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 boom. And I'm making decent progress on the first one, but like hearing you talk about Yakuza, I keep being like, well, maybe I could, should squeeze in Kiwami too in between um mass effect one and two you probably could it's the same length as one from what at least how long the beat right. says you know yeah right it's and it, it like it's not the insane uh play time required to say zero zero which was is a lot bigger crazy zero is probably double the size yeah i, I would say. say easily and it was great i just i finished that one over quarantine and that but and as long as that game was and there was maybe a time or two where i was like all right but i really really enjoyed the whole playthrough yeah you know what's weird with me is with yakuza games is i will play hardcore for a couple weekends three weekends when i'm able to play and then you know what that that fourth or fifth weekend i might need to take a break for a couple weeks and then at least with the with like zero and kiwami which are the only two i've beaten so far they're easy enough to jump back into you know, sometimes if you if you drop an RPG for a week or two, when you come back, at least for my dumbass, I'd be like, I don't remember how to play this. I don't remember what I'm supposed to be doing. Who the fuck is this guy? Who the fuck is Alpha Nod? And why does he have a tiny goddamn tie? <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's just better to start from scratch right. in those cases. But I, I, I agree. It's tough sometimes to jump back in. But those games really aren't bad. The The combat in them is so arcadey. Uh, that it's it's almost button mashy in a way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. You, uh, not not exactly it's, button mashy, but you're just hammering one button usually. In some way, and and this is actually um, a thought that I got from my buddy Robbo slash Xerxes, one of the hosts of the Hardcore Gaming 101 podcast. You guys should check him out. I didn't really it didn't really click with me, but we were talking because he and I played Zero around the same time. So I'd hit him up in Twitter DMs and just chat him up, see how it was going. And he really sort of pointed out to me that it's almost like uh, the Yakuza games, almost like sort of a successor to games like Double Dragon and River City Ransom and stuff like that. But just, you know, blown out on a way bigger scale. Thinking about them in that in that kind of regard, almost like Streets of Rage. Like yeah. you're saying, like the side scroll beat him up. Right. But like, large. you know, even River City Ransom had like a level up mechanic and you could go to stores and buy items food would heal you and stuff like that you can kind of see the earliest sort of inspiration i guess but it's yakuza is just blown up on a like you're bowling and you're chatting up ladies at a hostess bar and whatever Mm -hmm. you're going into an arcade and playing an arcade game in the arcade which is like some weird meta thing yeah you know playing like Uh, playing a game in a game outrun or something like that like a, a perfect version of them 
Um, but yeah, they're, that game is really fun. I'm, I'm really loving it. The, the humor in it is just hilarious and off the wall, <laughs> stupid, you know, um, but in a good way, like it, it, it's enjoyable. Some of the, some of those side quests are just so bizarre. Yeah. I think that is, um, that's a make it or break it thing for people. If they fall in love with the series is like, do you like the wacky shit? Because there's relatively like, if you consider the, the length of time you spend playing the actual story, Versus all the other wacky shit. If you do all the wacky side quests and play the different mini games, like you spend way more time doing that than you play do play in the story. Oh sure, yeah, you can bang <laughs> through the story pretty quickly if you yeah. really want to, but you're missing the point if you do. Yeah, that. but if you can get down with the wacky shit, then I feel like you're in for a good time. With and you Yakuza. really kind of need to do at least some of it just to level your guy up. In, yeah, in, in Yakuza, you know, to get yeah the for sure more powerful and stuff. Which you know, there's a pretty decent RPG behind the scenes system mm-hmm. there which which is good but yeah. uh you i'm know, glad to man i can't wait to do a full yakuza episode yeah. game by game i imagine that's something we can do it's gonna take a while because yeah. i've only beaten uh zero and kiwami and you're on your way to finishing kiwami how about you uh you've been playing mass effect i'm sure you're enjoying yeah, that i'm really enjoying it and getting down in the nitty-gritty driving that stupid mako around planet scanning shit find and shit i literally don't have like i've i've run the side quest well dry steve <laughs> i don't have a single side quest left to do so yesterday i finally had to start progressing the story yeah we're both kind of side quest whores you oh, know yeah, like, man. most people are i would assume I, I i really can't imagine somebody being like eh just leave those question marks on the map you know <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just i'm not interested i have a breaking point with it you know what i mean i feel like uh mass effect even the first one is fairly well managed in a, in the amount of side quest and side stuff to do like especially the collectible stuff there's an element but it's it's well managed right it's not like the example we always use of when a game goes too far with collectibles is uh the third Batman game, yep. Arkham Knight. And they were getting there with the one before that, Arkham yeah. City. But like, still, you know, you're like, oh, like when you go from Asylum to City, you're like, oh, wow, there's a lot more to do in this. But then in three, like I gave up. Yeah, and the, and to lock the good, the quote-unquote real ending behind getting 100%, hello, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I'll watch that four-second four fucking cutscene on YouTube and be like, well, I feel just as satisfied exactly the riddler the riddler's won this day because i just don't have the the patience (laughs) to solve all those damn riddles um yeah sorry catwoman i ain't rescuing you sorry the riddler's gonna have to keep you because that's too many riddler trophies um but yeah i'm enjoying mass effect quite a bit i uh it makes me really hopeful for the next one um you know the difference between what I forgot I was going to say and what I actually said was pretty big. Um, but yeah, Mass Effect, and of course we've been having Dead by Daylight. You just finished Resident Evil 8. Resident Evil 8, yep, finished that. I, I enjoyed it. I think I would say I liked 7 better. Oh, as really? As far as like the first-person um, aspects go, but 8 was a good game. Cool. Had some really cool moments in it, and uh, the graphics pretty nice in it too yeah i played some seven but seven got put on the back burner for mass effect i need to go back because i think i'm about halfway done with seven how do you feel about the remaster specifically like oh i love it like is it um 
the graphics a decent jump up. It's basically so, upscaled, I would the, imagine. This is the thing. When you're playing Mass Effect 1, which is the only one I have any experience with. I haven't played any of 2 or 3. When you're playing Mass Effect 1, it's not like you're like, holy shit, look, like, look what the Xbox Series X can do. It does not look like a game that came out in 2021. It looks like a very pretty version of a game that came out in 2007. Facial animations are pretty jacked in retrospect and maybe even a little more ele- uh, evident because of the, the high resolution. But it looks the best it's ever looked. There's no doubt about that. It looks amazing, I think. Um, all things considered. The gameplay, so much smoother. The shooting, the cover mechanics. The, the thing that I, I think most people had the problem with getting through the first game, much better now. Driving the Mako, much better now. So those, that's where the improvements have really struck me in the... It's kind of quality of life stuff. Yes, quality of life stuff. I gotcha. Well, um, you know, a game that was not just a remaster, but a pretty much ground-up remake, at least with the same source code. Demon Souls. Jesus fucking Christ, the transition! <laughs> Woo! Sheesh! I... It's, I I am so proud of you, buddy. Let's fucking go! <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> yeah, so um, Demon Souls was uh, available as a launch title for the PlayStation 5. Which yes. I had gotten really into the, the Souls series uh, pretty much, I think I want to say, around a little before quarantine. I think it was the year before when I started maybe getting into... Maybe a couple into, of years, Maybe honestly. a couple of years. Yeah, you're right. Because you're right. I remember yeah. for a while, like, coming over to... Your your place for like board game night or something, mm-hmm. and you were playing. I remember specifically you were playing the DLC for either Dark Souls or Dark Souls Two, mm-hmm. and you were like, I was watching you because I've always had this aversion to Souls games. We can actually talk about that. Um, uh, I was watching you, and you were just whipping ass. I was like, damn, you're pretty good at this, and you were like, yeah, this is. You know, honestly, this is one of the harder parts of the game, if I'm being completely honest. (laughs) That's hilarious. I I wish I could remember that. But uh, yeah, you're right. It was a few years before that. Um, They all bounced off me at first, too. I remember uh, when Dark Souls 2 first came out, that was the first time I'd heard of them. So uh, at that point, wasn't like totally following video game news like I used to or now. Um, So I just decided to give it a try. And the, the clerk at GameStop was like, yeah, it's great you'll you'll dig it and then i got home and it just proceeded to whip my ass <laughs> uh, and i was like it just gets harder than this this is the beginning of the game hook this bounce put put that aside and went on to other things but you know i kept seeing the games get released and i kept hearing about how great bloodborne was mm-hmm. on the playstation 3 or playstation 4 sorry and uh you know um dark souls 3 looked so good so cool and eventually one day I was like, you know what? Screw this. Actually, it was Destiny. You got tired of playing Destiny. Weird. I was getting tired of playing Destiny. A lot of that is because, you know, they have a, this raid mechanic where you and five of your quote-unquote friends get together. <laughs> friends becomes questionable about two hours into this raid, <laughs> right, by right. the way. So it's basically this this long fight or several different rooms with different mechanics. Very difficult. You have to coordinate six people. Very difficult to do. And I was getting tired of the stress of being responsible for other people's happiness. So in my mind, I was like, hey, you know what? Dark Souls is kind of like a raid, but it's like for one player. Yeah. That's how I sold myself on it mentally. And after that, like I jumped in 
headfirst to the first Dark Souls, backwards compatible. This is before um, they released the remaster. Oh, nice. Yeah, and, and I got through that and then just played through them all. Um, and, man, I... I got way into really, it. Really, and still am. You know, I've, I've uh, done most of the trophy stuff on Dark Souls remastered and Bloodborne and Sekiro. I've, I've platinum Sekiro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. my man yeah and uh you know demon souls i'm literally one achievement away from getting the trophy on that as that well. demon souls is interesting as far as like a trophy uh trophy hunting mm-hmm. because it requires several playthroughs right it does yeah they all do um but by the time i you know i had finished sekiro and at this point like you know in elden ring waiting mode and and who knows when that's going to come out that's another story for another time hopefully around the e3 episode i'm shitting my pants live on uh our podcast about how excited i am because i heard about it but um the only game i didn't have access to was demon souls it was kind of driving me crazy yeah so when i finally did get my hands on it i was so excited now do you remember specifically about demon souls do you remember coming over here to this very house and watching me play the PlayStation 3 version of Demon Souls? I do remember that. In fact, you were you were trying to kind of show it to me. And for whatever reason, I wasn't impressed at the time. I just remember you telling me it was a hard game. And I remember the exact spot you were. Yeah, and I was just trying... Because I thought it was... Like, I liked the gra- Like, I wanted to just show off the graphics. And I remember... So, like, I was not like on the demon souls train early i picked it up because of all the hype i was reading on different websites and people being like have you heard about this game demon souls it's incredibly hard but it's really cool and then showing pictures of like giant red dragons breathing fire down on a bridge and shit and i was like that's uh my kind of game sold yeah and so i i got it but it was not like anywhere around launch mm-hmm. So yeah, you had to import that, didn't you? Or am I wrong? No, bought no. It off Amazon. I, yeah, I bought it. It was expensive because mm-hmm. I couldn't find like our GameStop, no copies. And I don't know to the extent. Maybe I went and looked at Best Buy, no copies. So I ended up buying it online, and it was more expensive than the sticker price. Mm-hmm. I remember that. There's some history to that as well. Um, you know, Demon Souls was. Um, the director's name is Hidetaka Miyazaki, uh-huh. and that was his first game where he basically got to direct it. Right. And uh, it was a kind of a risk. It was seen as a risk. Right. Because it was very difficult and, and went against a lot of what was commonly accepted in games, like holding the player by the hand, basically. Right. Well, and, and if I'm not mistaken, sort of a su- successor to a series of games they did called Kingsfield, Kingsfield. which mm-hmm. were super hard first person First dungeon person. crawler yep. games mm-hmm. on the playstation um, playstation 2 i played those back in the day but miyazaki had nothing to do right. with those he came aboard later he did want you know kind of to be a spiritual successor to those games but when it uh became successful it was they had to find somebody to bring it out in america and atlas was the company who did it right which was they have done nothing else with them since they've gone to move on to bon- uh, bandai namco right but Ad- Atlas, if there's a cool game in Japan that you're hearing about, and you're like, oh, I hope somebody brings that over to the United States, man, a lot of times, Atlas is going to have your back on yeah, that. Atlas you know what I mean? Yeah, a cool company. They've yeah, I dig good them. Games. Tactics, yeah. Tactics Ogre. It's good shit. Um, so, yeah, I remember you coming over, right? And me showing you the game and trying to show you how hard it was. And I 
feel like, and I know ha- now having beat the the remaster or the remake, I now know uh, how little time I really put into it. But I felt like at the time I put a decent amount of time into it and was just getting the floor, like floor wiped with me, Steve. Yeah, it's very difficult, man. It is it is difficult. And the difference with this game or Demon's Souls versus Dark Souls and the ones beyond is that the levels are much harder in Demon's Souls. Yes. The bosses are much easier, but the levels themselves are very difficult. Right. That, that took a little getting used to for me. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, I finally ended up giving up, right? I got past the first boss in the first world. That's the only boss I ever beat. The, the phalanx. And I was using a guide because I didn't know. I was like, well, what am I supposed to do here, man? Where do I go? Like, what am I supposed to do? I don't understand. Give me a motherfucking waypoint, sir. <laughs> yep. No map. No uh, no tutorial other than the most basic. This button does this. Right. So I um, I bounced off of it. Then Dark Souls comes out on the 360. And I I know hey, that's the same thing. That's the same. That's like, don't get it. <laughs> the first one beat your ass. Don't get it. But I got it. Right. Because I love fucking RPGs and fucking dudes in armor with swords and dragons and shit. That's my jam. So I get it. I start playing it on the fucking um, 360. Probably put less time into the first <laughs> Dark Souls than I did into Demon Souls. Don't think I beat a boss, Steve. Don't even think I beat a boss. Will was still living here, and he was trying it, and he'd be like, what is wrong with this fucking game? Getting all mad and shit, which he never does. He's such an even-killed guy. But, like, just, I mean, causing frustration and strife in this house. I wish I had filmed y'all playing that game back then just to get the reactions. And then uh, I never bought Dark Souls 2. I knew better. Then I get a fucking next-gen console at the time, an Xbox One, and they're bringing out Dark Souls 3. And I was like, ooh, it looks good. Look at that. So what did I do? You bought Dark Souls 3. I bought Dark Souls 3. How much did I play of it? Uh, not much. <laughs> I beat a crystal lizard. I went around this corner, and there was a crystal lizard there, and it took me like 10 times to beat him, like super early in the game. I was like, all right. I get it. I suck at these games. <laughs> that's what they. That's that's how everybody feels when they play them. But you eventually overcome those walls. Yeah. If you if you <laughs> stick with it, and, and then you feel very good about yourself. That's so like why, it. Steve? Though, tell me why. After all of that, I go even go in for the Demon Souls remake. <laughs> well, because a it was available yes you know there, there weren't many next right. gen games and that it were looked available. amazing looks great i should mention that this remake was not done by from software who does all the souls games it was done by blue point who have also done a remake of shadow of the colossus yes a playstation 2 classic which you know I, I hope most of the listeners are familiar with if not it's definitely a game you should check out if you own a playstation i think we could do an episode about that sometime. definitely we yeah, definitely sure. could it's an amazing game um so yeah but they, uh, they did a fantastic job with this remake. Amazing. It's incredible. It looks great. The controls are just so smooth and responsive. The combat feels fantastic. The animations are great. The load times are n- practically non-existent. Yes. That's and that's a big thing for Souls games. Yeah. Because when you die... Oh, my it, God. Like, 
on the old consoles, you would die and you'd have to sit there and think about it for probably like close to 30 seconds before you're back in the game. Yeah. And that can be really frustrating, especially when you're on like the 49th try of a boss. Right. 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 But in at least Demon Souls, it's like you die. You're like, fuck, shit, fuck. Oh, well, I'm back in. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. cool. Okay. Cool, be cool, time. man. I don't have be time cool. to marinate oh. my anger. <laughs> so, so I get it, right? And and this is we're all leading up to like the hardcore discussion of different elements of the game, right? So I get my PlayStation Five and I pick up, you know, Miles Morales, and I pick up because fucking Spider Man, he's my dude, of course. And I pick up Demon Souls, and I'm like, okay. That's my games, and oh, fucking Godfall and Godfall. <laughs> Those are my launch games for the PlayStation. So we try Godfall; it keeps crashing Steve's PlayStation, so we stop playing. Yeah, those then PlayStations had some issues early on. I start playing Miles Morales, and I get this thing in my head where I go, "Oh man, there's a whole nother like I could play Spider-Man Remastered as well, like the PlayStation Five version. I should play that." Then Miles Morales. I get weird like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I totally understand. That's where. And I'm Demon running. Souls was just sitting on the shelf, taunting me. Like, when are you going to put me in? When are you going to try me? So I did, and luckily, I, and I, I'm I'm not even going to lie. There are two things that got me through Demon Souls. Specifically, the IGN guide, and I don't mean I sat there and looked at it on my phone the whole time, but as a basis of where to go when that's I use that guide and talking to my buddy Steve here on discord and then on PlayStation chat mm-hmm. having him coach me through areas that's the only way because I realized very quickly getting into the remake that my problem was is that I just never really understood the core of playing one of these games you know because when I play an RPG, I like to play the guy with the big heavy armor mm-hmm. with a sword and a shield. Tank guy, yeah. But in a Demon Souls game, I want to be able to move faster because I'm not great, still not great at like the parries and things like that mm-hmm. in Demon Souls. Right, we should so talk about dodge. the actual mechanics yeah. at this point. So that's what I was going to say. Kick it off with us and explain what demon souls is at its core and its mechanics like you see what i'm saying absolutely so at its core it's a third person action rpg with uh some pretty decent rpg elements you've got like uh stats that you level up you know strength dexterity vitality endurance that sort of thing um you've got a life bar and a stamina bar uh when you swing your sword your stamina bar goes down when you don't attack it goes back up um, but once it goes all the way down, you can't swing anymore, nor can you block. They'll just slice right through your block. So you're basically walking around in these dark, dank environments, picking up random items that you find, you know, leveling up your weapon, fighting crazy, weird bosses, and just trying to figure out what's going on. The right. story is story is weird and obtuse yeah. like it is in most From games. Yes, that's another thing we'll have to, to, to discuss for sure. Mm-hmm. The lore is... is, is very fascinating, but you really have to hunt for it. Yeah. yeah. A lot of it is in the item descriptions. Like whenever you pick yep. something up, you should you should definitely go into your menu and read what the description of it is because that's where a lot of the interesting lore is hidden. Yeah, and and that's the thing. If you're used to playing super narrative-heavy RPG games mm-hmm. like Mass Effect or a Final Fantasy game 
or you know any number of like really The Witcher, mm-hmm. Dragon yeah. Age, Basically whatever. Any maybe. popular RPG. Yes, yeah. if you're playing one of those, the story is pretty. It's painted before you. It is laid out before you. All you got to do is pay a little bit of attention. If somebody starts getting a little boring in Mass Effect when they're talking, you, you can look at your phone and maybe not miss a whole lot. You know what I mean? Exactly. You got to dig for the story in Demon Souls, including there's whole YouTube channels de- de- devoted to explaining the lore and storyline of these games that you might have just spent 40 hours playing and still don't know what the fuck's going on. Oh, absolutely. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. The first time I beat uh, Dark Souls, I, I remember just being like, I think I know what, I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> I need to do this again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in Lost when they watch that tape for the first time and then John Locke <laughs> goes, I'm going to need to watch that again. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and... I, a tip for anybody playing, and this just this worked for me, not necessarily would it work for anybody else. Like I said, I was having a problem with how I was trying to play before. The trick for me here was Steve explaining to me that there's two different types of roles mm. that you can do when you roll away from a character. Right, there's actually three. There's the, the which the fat roll, which nobody hardly does. The fat roll was what I was always doing because mm-hmm. I was going in as a big armored up night guy right yeah so in that case your dodge roll is very slow and it takes a while to, to recover from and the dodge roll is usually how i play this game I, that's how i have was having to that's how i had to play the game for it to finally click in mm-hmm. and and i was like oh i see what i need to do here yeah once you can get that timing down a little bit it gets a lot easier and then you can because you can still play like a sword and board guy yeah, which i and, did and still be able to roll effectively you just have to use lighter armor or so like it was crazy the stupid light bulb that went off in my head because i was playing the beginning of this game and it was like this weird deja vu of a game that i played for like maybe three or four hours years ago and i was like i kind of remember a guy's gonna come out from over here things are starting to click but i still getting my ass kicked mm-hmm. and you sat down with me you made me turn on my stream so you could <laughs> watch and coach me mm-hmm. and you're like okay first thing you should take off some of your armor. And I was like, no, Steve, take off some of my armor. Just walk around in boots and a loincloth, Steve. Why are you telling me this? And you're, you're like, you want to do the fast roll. So, yeah, I took off my chest piece. I took off my helmet, lightened my dude up. Immediately started doing better. Yeah, because it also affects, um, like, when you're blocking and you, you block an attack, you lose stamina. Right. As well as, like, if you slash or whatever. So, but the the heavier your shit is, the slower that stamina replenishes as well. Right. So, you know, it's a big choice. Like, and the, to me, the armor doesn't even really, I, I don't know. It has, doesn't seem like it protects you all that much anyway. I mean, but it, it looks a, cool. It, and it does that, look and amazing. I, that's why I'm going to say, like, m- part of this is fucking digital vanity for me. Oh, absolutely. Because I want my dude to look cool. That's why I like heavy armor in RPGs. Like, I like the cool fucking kitted out armor look. You know what I mean? Like, remember how much time I spent just dying shit in Final Fantasy XIV oh, yeah. to get my dude looking tight? <laughs> and he did look tight. I'd be looking tight. Now, I do be looking tight. <laughs> <laughs> Man spent more time in the die house than he did in dungeons. <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys would be like, hey, you ready to, you want to do this dungeon? Give me one second. What are you doing? Oh, I'm at the auction house. Just give me a second. I'm getting some dies. 
Yeah, there's a whole thing called Fashion Souls. Yeah, and people, I got into that. Yeah, very, very you ex- viable way to play. When you explained to me, like, and I was like, well, I want to wear armor. And you're like, yeah, okay, if you have to wear armor, you really want that look, pump points into stamina. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you can put on heavier pieces of armor and still do the faster roll. Right, or you can find, there's like a ring that you yeah. can wear. Yes, that, uh, that doubles your, your equip load, I believe oh, is what it's called. Yeah, we got to talk about that because that's another you had me turn on my stream to explain how to get that early. Do you remember I this? Do. By the dragons? Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. And the whole point is to raise your character up. Mm-hmm. Level up. Get better gear. You're not going... In my experience, you're also not going to be changing out equipment nearly as much as you would in any other RPG. No, because you can upgrade your... You can basically win the game with whatever you start with. Yes. It's just level that up. Yes. Uh, you just want to find a weapon that you're comfortable with the move set. That's right. the important thing. And then you can just level that weapon up. You can do it however you want. If you're doing a strength build, you can modify it just so it suits a strength build. If yes. you're doing a dexterity build, do it that way. Right. Or a magic build, whatever you, you want. There's lots of freedom there. And this kind of shit, once again, I would like I had to talk to you about it. Like it took me and I even misspent some points and did some bad upgrades at one point and had to like sort of farm materials and shit that's the other thing man if you if if somebody lays out a sh- not even a shortcut but a farming opportunity to make the game better for me and easier so like the whole concept of using the healing grasses because once again i'm not the best at the combat so i take a lot of hits right and so, your health doesn't regenerate on nope. its own nope and normal ass dudes in this game can kill you in, especially at the beginning, three hits. Pretty easily. Four yeah. hits. Mm-hmm. And you can even, as you could be the at your most badass and get in the wrong situation, and a group of normal dudes will fucking stomp your ass into the ground. Once again, this is for me. I'm no speedrunner pro oh, no, Souls player. No, no, that happens to everybody. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, it happens to me all the time. Yeah, and <laughs> then... Does. Add in the the stupid mistake quotient, which I did a lot too, where I just fell off of something or, you know, on a killer run and fucking walk off a ledge and I'm dead. <laughs> nice. I uh, I did a couple of playthroughs. Uh, I, I did a playthrough with a guy who was just kind of like a, the sword and board mm-hmm. guy. It's usually the way I go through. That's first. what I went with. The second time I went with a guy who used a little bit of magic. And that one was real fun. I took that playthrough all the way up. That was the one I was trying to do the platinum on. And, and magic's real fun in that, too. This is another thing I didn't realize about Dark Souls is there's a lot of depth and different options to how you play and what kind of character you play. Yeah, and they're you all know, pretty viable, too. You're not looking at your standard, like, you know, tank, DPS, healer, uh that you know mage mage there are there are mages yeah but but like it's a play choice there's way more variety than just those four roles in any mixture of those four roles you can do Mm -hmm. which i think is neat too absolutely you just have to especially if you're taking them into like the new game plus cycle which a lot of people love to do with these games you know they like to they like to see how far they can get with the enemies scaling while they barely scale you know it's like a real skill thing and so the whole purpose is to traverse these levels, get to a boss, kill it, and there's 
what three bosses there's five different worlds in a hub area mm-hmm. right and so you travel from world kill boss go to hub area go to different world and you just bounce around these five different worlds killing bosses until you've cleansed you know right, the three yeah. bosses or whatever it is on each world three mm-hmm. there's like four on one yeah the, the first level yeah. has like several yeah because it's uh it's ultimately the last level right um and uh you'll unlock shortcuts you'll have new warp points so you know like i don't even know that i got to the point of being able to you like utilize that stuff a whole lot in my first play my original playthrough you know what i mean shortcuts yeah you know it's just all this stuff i didn't really know about yeah it's something they're easy to miss yeah you know and a lot of the game is designed kind of that way it's designed for you to find stuff it's a little obtuse at times seventh or eighth playthrough that you were like wow i had no idea that was there did you hear how excited i was to use the word obtuse obtuse right there i felt like i was in the shawshank redemption (laughs) for like two seconds nice um so uh yeah why don't we sort of talk about world do you want to go through it in the order that we went through it on our first playthroughs sure we'll just do some broad strokes on each level you know light spoilers you know we'll talk about the bosses probably in each section cool thing about this is if i don't think i could actually give spoilers for this game (laughs) as far as from a story standpoint you know so like we'll avoid the story beats uh, for the most part just to say that like the the base story is that um it's a kingdom where some strange fog has kind of rolled in and people are dying and disappearing in this fog and there's these demons that are have taken over these parts of the kingdom right and so you're an adventurer who's trying to go defeat the demons ultimately the head demons in each level cleanse the fog and figure out what's going on yeah and there's a sort of like a almost lovecraftian horror in the background of it all right Mm -hmm. yeah like the fog like the old one the old one or the undying one or something like that yeah there's definitely some yeah lovecraft nods yeah some creepy menace that you don't really know much about you don't really see a whole you know what i mean it's not like once again, in like a Final Fantasy game, the big bad guy, Sephiroth, he's in your face the whole fucking game. You're always running into this dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're not seeing this big, bad, evil god creature all over the place. It's, right. It's out there. They did try that somewhat in Dark Souls 2. There was a character called the Pursuer who you fought throughout the game and just kind of kept showing up. And he was like a boss. You just would fight. It was pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the first level, which again ultimately is the last level is the main kingdom of the land of boletaria Mm -hmm. so it's it's a castle that you're trying to breach and it's also being attacked by a gigantic dragon at the same time there's multiple multiple dragons dragons. and the first time you see the dragon it's got like its mouthful of dead ass dudes yeah (laughs) and he's just still like so intimidating so let me tell you like when you step out onto that bridge for the first time and that red ass dragon fucking swoops down with his booger breath all over the fucking all over the bridge <laughs> and like how it especially how it looks in the PlayStation 5 version mm-hmm. it no is frame rate drops at all fucking cool man yeah, it, it is great. real cool like that's the thing i would encourage people if you 
tried these game and bounced off. Like, give it just a little bit more time. It, see if you can't figure out a build or something that works for you. Because there is some cool shit to see yeah. and along honestly, the way. A lot of times in these games, they're t- tough to start. Yeah. Because you're you're figuring out what's going on. You're, you're not sure about the RPG system, what where you should put your points. Which, by the way, it should always be like vitality or strength or if you're doing a dex build dex. Yeah. Maybe some endurance. But don't, you know, the, for the for the newbies, that's probably what you should do. Right. And you can't go wrong with that. I'll say this, man. Uh, I'll say this, man. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> um, shit. It's okay. Um, but we were talking about, like, basically just back to the first level, you know? Yeah. Like, so it's it's just a large castle level where you're going through fighting these kind of zombie creatures yep knights uh big scary knights with like blue eyes and one with orange eyes who will absolutely wreck your your lunch if you're not careful um and it culminates in like a a weird boss fight of this thing called phalanx which is like with a giant slime yeah it's a giant black ooze Mm -hmm. covered in shields and spears and then the, the shields and spears are kind of their own identity they're all protecting the center mass oh see i okay because when i saw it i thought he was those were always little bits of himself that he had sent out or right it, it but whatever possibly could be because but yeah. remember you do fight them in the level yeah. earlier but uh you once you kill off all those things you can easily just uh attack it and kill it it's weak to fire mm-hmm. one interesting thing when you kill it um i watched a youtube video you if you watch like the souls dissipate and it shows it forms into kind of like a woman with a bow, which is kind of like the, which I'll get to later. Oh, there's kind of a weird connection um, between all the bosses in this level with, um, with that. And huh. something I'll, I'll remind you about later. Okay. Oh shit. He's opened up a lost mystery. I'm ready. <laughs> so, um, and then, you know, the next level is just a little farther on what the, the castle, there's more dragon activity. Yeah. What I like <clears throat> Um, playing it as I like the progress. So <clears throat> it is very hard, but it also has some things in it that like mitigate it a little bit. Meaning, you know, when you start, <clears throat> start off the level, you're standing in front of these huge castle gates. That's it. You know what I mean? Start marching forward. Here comes one guy. You mean deal with him. You march forward a little bit more. Here comes one guy. Then they start sending two of those same guys at you. And then it'll be like, okay, well here's three. And one of them has fire. You know what I mean? It progresses as you go through the level. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you're fighting one of those blue-eyed knights. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. And the first time you fight them, you're just like, oh, my God, this is impossible. <laughs> yeah. How am I supposed to do this? And then by the end of the game, farming those fools. You're smacking them around like it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Laughing. Laughing at them. <laughs> Remembering when you used to be scared of them. Yep. Pairing them into submission. So I do like how it does have that sort of progression. It does, you know, in, introduce harder enemies as you make your way further into the level. Then they'll introduce things like traps, like rolling boulders that could just end your run immediately, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, um, things like that. Absolutely. There's another crazy boss fight there against a gigantic knight. Like, he's, like, probably four times your size. Like yeah, towers, the tower knight. tower knight who literally towers over you. That was my first roadblock I hit on this run. So I got through the phalanx, no problem. You told me to put some fire on my sword. 
and away I went. No problem. I was like, I'm going to do this. I had beaten the Phalanx before on the PlayStation 3 because I went and looked at my trophies, and it was the only trophy I had from Demon's Souls on PlayStation 3. Um, and then got to the Tower Knight because you told me, go to 1, 2 next. Mm-hmm. You know, these roar- worlds are sort of broken up in a way like Mario worlds. Yeah. You got 1, 1, 1, 2, 1, 3, 1, 4, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I go on to 1, 2. I'm doing all right, like getting through the level, you know. It's a lot of running in that one. Yep, you. I bought a bow, I think, at this point. So, you know, I'm using the bow strategically. Really leaned on that bow to be a little cheesy through this game. <laughs> and that's absolutely okay. Yeah, I'd be cheese in this game. <laughs> yeah, I remember you and I, the first our first playthroughs, we, we, there were some spots where we both abused bows. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I was doing all right. Get to the tower night, start fighting him, and like he's just whipping my ass. Yeah, because he has an attack. If you're not careful, will one shot you. Yes. Like if he gets at that point, if if he's got a move where he like slams his shield down, and if you're right under it, it you're killed, dead. It's it'll kill you. And he did. Yeah. Several times, and then like you know, basically figuring out. Okay, well, when I get in trouble, I need to run up the stairs and hook a corner and hide behind a wall for a second. Eat some grass and catch my breath. Yep, you know what exactly. I mean? Yep. So once I got that down, it, it it was one of the ones that honestly took me the most tries. And I remember you being like, texting me and being like, I see that you're doing the tower night a whole lot. Just, you got it. Just stay calm. You'll get through it. And I was like, all right. Because I'm getting a little frustrated. Not going to lie, Steve. Getting a little frustrated over here. Yeah, I think I, I, I remember giving you a little piece of advice, too, about his ankles. Yes. As well. He would hack up them ankles. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he's a cool boss, uh, and again, looks he, amazing. When you do finally vanquish him, you feel good. There's yeah. there's another um, a smoke soul dissipation with okay. him as well. We'll remember him later. But then the game kind of encourages you to try branching out and go to a different level. Yes, and see, this was a critical error in my original playthrough because the guide I was reading on the play- for the PlayStation Three was like, go to five one next mm. for your second level. And we'll get to 5-1 eventually. Oh, 5-1. World 5 in general. We'll yeah. get to it eventually. But, so yeah, where where we go from there was, let me guess, let me see, I think I remember the correct order, 2-1. Yeah, exactly. 2-1. I was going to say 3-1, but no, not 3-1. Straight to 2-1. 2-1. The, the vibe of 2-1, if, if, or, or World 2 in general, if the first one is like Medieval Castle and Zombies... Um, this one is desert mine and magicians. Yeah, underground like <laughs> like magicians. Magicians. <laughs> What's that behind your ears, son? <laughs> it's souls, baby. <laughs> That's what those guys. You know the guys, the big fat magician guys. Yeah. The, the what are they called? I think they're just called like the fat officials. The fat ah. Uh, well, they're magicians. Yeah, they're and they're the kind of dudes they see you coming. You're walking up, and you're like, "I'm feeling confident. I've killed two Dark Souls bosses." One of those guys sees you coming. And he's like, "Daddy, <laughs> then he roasts you alive with a yeah. fireball and laughs at your ass three fourths of your health. And oh while you're God. gasping, like trying to, oh crap, there went all my health. You're like fumbling through your inventory yeah. for grass, and then he just smacks you upside the head with another one, and you're dead while yeah. he's laughing. Those guys are tough. They are, but yeah, it's an underground mine area. Um, probably my least favorite level as far as aesthetics go. 
Um, there are some cool parts. Totally. But overall, I 100% agree with you. It's a little boring Mm -hmm. in certain parts. It definitely suffers from that whole, the era that Dark Souls came out in, or not Dark Souls, Demon Souls came out in, was like, you know, that PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 era of like brown and gray. Lots of brown and gray, right? 2009 when that came out. So Yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, you know, it's sort of that era, but... The remake definitely brightens things up, I think, and, and makes things feel a little more alive and a little less overall drab, for sure. Yeah, it's a lot easier to see. <laughs> um, but yeah, not my favorite as far as aesthetics either. Um, not the hardest either, to be honest. No, it has its. It definitely has its moments, though. It does. Like, <clears throat> um, the bosses are actually pretty tough on that yeah. level front and, to back. <clears throat> if you don't, you know, if you if you're not careful about it, yeah. If you're not careful about it, they can be rough. Mm-hmm. Um, and the boss of this level, 2-1, fuck that, man. Yeah, yeah. What is it called? What's the it's official the, name? That was the Armor Spider. The Armor Spider. I don't like spiders. I don't like to fuck with spiders. And it is a spider in immaculate detail. Yeah. It is exactly what it sounds like. It is a giant spider giant like it takes up this entire huge cavern you're in it's all armored up and it shoots fire from its thorax <laughs> yeah it's crazy it's uh it's it's not an it, it can be an easier fight if uh you have if you're a magic user you can stay to the back and and stuff yeah. like that but if you're if you're a melee fighter it's a little more difficult but not too bad if you keep calm and roll rolling is is very so, essential in that one this one, I actually, this is when I discovered my real play style. This fight was because it was giving me problems. And so I would typically go into a boss fight, try it five, six times, however many times a boss fight took me to get start getting a little frustrated. You know, try to learn things and figure out patterns and stuff. Then look at a guide. So this happens with me with the spider and I'm trying to follow this guide for how to beat it. It's not working. See, yeah, that's and people. If if anybody says you shouldn't look up guides, that's total bullshit. You should look up guides because it's still hard, even if you watch the guides. You know, it's it's not. There's not like really super cheese to these bosses. Some of them there are. Some of them are. And you know, I am more than happy to use that whenever I need to. But you know, yeah, it's not that big of a deal to look up a video on YouTube for real. So um, then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna get in his fucking grill and i am going to wail on his ass and that's what i did or her ass whatever i'm gonna get up in this month this fucking demon spider's face and swing away until i beat it and i was like i'm gonna if i need to take a grass that's the only thing that's stopping me from swinging bro grass and stamina and that's what i did i just ran at her um like Go into the boss room, and then I just started Forrest Gump running at this thing, dude. Got in his face and started swinging, rolled, got almost pushed all the way back to the back of the thing by the gasoline situation that starts going on. But I got through it, and that's when I figured out, oh, I can just go berserk on him. Like, I just, what I want to do is make my dude really fast swinging and having a lot of stamina to swing a bunch of times Mm -hmm. and I will just like let them get one swing on me and I'm stepping in and I'm whipping their ass. And that moment 
made me a lot more confident in Demon Souls. Good, yeah, and even once you get the timing of an attack or two of the boss, you yep. can just move out of the way of that yeah. and keep up with it. Very good. Yeah, so, um, you know, the the whole level is just kind of, you know, once you pass that, it's just on down the down the mountain or whatever. feels very Tomb of the Mountain King to me, yeah. this level, a bit. Yeah, and there's, you know, there's, there's some... Um, like fire salamanders mm-hmm. that are pretty cool looking that it's are lava lava yeah and then you know it, the design of the enemies to me is the best part yeah. of this level i like the guys with the that are working in the mines yeah like i the think mindless. they're cool too it's a cool take on that kind of like almost goblin or orky orcish type character from fan, fantasy mm-hmm. but they look weird and they look unique you know what i mean right it's not your typical orc or goblin type character should also mention that level two there's also the good blacksmith there's a couple blacksmiths yeah. in the game but it, you have to go to this level specifically to get the best one who can give you the best stuff right so that's another thing this game does that sometimes splits up important npcs over the map so you're kind of it, yeah. it's important to revisit the area they're not all going to be in your hub area they're right. not all exactly. going to be in the nexus because yeah. you do have a hub area which is one thing we didn't explain like you know you're brought to this hub area um and given this task to go to these worlds and slay demons <clears throat> and the the hub is where you'll learn like your spells uh mm-hmm. and your you'll level your up miracles you'll level up there storage store stuff that's mm-hmm. it, uh, you'll eventually most of the npcs you meet out in the game will eventually find their way back mm-hmm. to the nexus where you can continue to talk to them but in rare occasions they'll stay where they are like the yes. blacksmith in level two there's a low-level blacksmith at the Nexus, but he quickly outlives his usefulness, I think. Yeah. And it, it, when you bring up the fact that these NPCs will go to the Nexus, that introduces a concept we haven't really touched is where it becomes really obtuse in Demon Souls or side quests. Mm-hmm. And we just talked earlier in this episode about how we're both side quest guys. We yep. like to do side quests. This like this is not like going up to somebody and click talking to them and being like, hey, you want to do this for me? And you're like, yes no and these are pretty simple ones in this one yeah to be honest like it gets kind of crazy like towards dark souls 3 there's some there's some pretty nuts stuff in there (laughs) but so i'm going around right Mm -hmm. in in a level we'll talk about in just a little bit and i come across this badass looking dude and heavy dark armor like black armor i'm like oh that dude looks fucking cool yeah i'm gonna save him i save him and he helps me fight all these dudes on this platform i'm on and then he's like, all right, see you later. I was like, oh, cool. I must have done a side quest. And then I don't, he doesn't show up at the Nexus. And then I'm like, what did it, did I miss something? So I look it up online and online they're like, yo, um, you need to do two, one of two things if you freed that guy. You need to go back to the level and see if he's where you left him. And if you did, fucking kill him <laughs> and take his armor. And if he's in the Nexus, Find him and fucking kill him because he's going to start murdering your NPCs in the Nexus. That's just crazy. One by one. Invite a fucking serial killer to the Nexus and lose all your ability to level up and and sell shit. You'd be screwed. Not really sell shit. You can't sell shit in this. Uh, Yeah, not in this one. Yeah, you you can't really in a lot of their games, honestly. That's a weird thing. But um, so... There's a another boss in level two that's one that's kind of a 
I consider a gate boss, like a tough one, yeah. right? Like one that a lot of players are probably going to butt their heads on for a little while. It's the Fire Lord. The flame, lur- flame. flame Lurker. Flame Lurker, that's it. Yeah, who's like this giant, um, almost like giant gorilla-like thing. Yeah, that jumps around and, King Kong on fire. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like lava King Kong. And he's real tough. He's, he's real fast. aggressive. He stays in your face. Yes. Just even being near to him uh, can do damage. Plus, the arena you're fighting in has like little pools of lava. If you walk through those, they send your little feet, your little yeah. tootsies, and yeah. it hurts. Ow. You'd be getting some tough acting to acting on them babies <laughs> afterwards. But yeah, so that's a, that's a pretty tough fight. And then um, after him, you reach the ultimate boss of the level, which is the dragon god, which is like this giant dragon. And that's a little bit more of a gimmick fight. Yes. You know? But still pretty I, and, difficult but also kind of interesting because it is when you see the dragon god for the first time you're going up these stairs and he's peeking down the hallway at you and he's fucking massive he's you know what i mean they found, at least found an interesting way to have you fight a gigantic dragon and still be kind of able to tell because in if you were really to run up to that dragon and fight it you would it would just be you versus his feet or you know what i mean realistically i feel like they got a lot better with dragon combat in future games cool this was uh you know because you know this fight there's a lot of things that kind of are math to me like you know the ballistas that just happen to be there yeah and whatnot it it makes the least amount of sense but it is uh and, and there's parts of it that are very frustrating too uh like it took me a while and it was all in like technicality stuff with yeah. that like you know he, he you get he stuck on a rock or exactly, something and stuff like that we, he can get one shot there pretty easy yeah but yeah i didn't have a ton of problems with the flame lurker or the dragon god and when i say i didn't have a ton of problems i mean it took under 10 times mm-hmm. after this I, I did get to the point where i was one shot like one going in once beating a boss on my first try but i wasn't here with either of those or yeah. the you know guys that came for any of the guys that came before but yeah and beating the dragon allows you to uh i believe it allows you to warp between worlds without having to go back to the nexus yes yeah, so you can warp from two you know world three, two to three, three or four four, four to whatever one, yeah. whatever you want to do um which is handy nice. it makes nice. it nice mm-hmm. Then you wouldn't do two in necessarily that order either no i think we you're supposed to do like two one and three one four right. one five one but you know while we're at the level we can just talk about it um, and then go, going on to the third level, which is probably my favorite. One of the coolest. Yeah. I, I could see it being the coolest because it's so you've gone to two really sort of um, classic fantasy settings mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. You've got your castle. You've got your mine. Right. With the previous two worlds. When you get to world three, to me, this is where it gets like sort of unique in a lot of ways there's a lot of unique to oh, dragon yeah, yeah. or demon souls but some of it is also very you know your baseline generic fantasy and then you put cool shit on top of absolutely it, right yep this is where it gets unique to me because you're in like a haunted tower yeah it's and like it's it spooky jail. yeah prison. jail yeah prison of latria correct yep mm, and so when you go into the first world of this and you see what it is and it's kind of maze-like the enemies are real tough. There's these floating magicians with the octopus faces. Yeah, very, very Lovecraft. They look amazing, yeah, though. Very, very creepy. I got some balling pictures of those dudes on photo <laughs> yeah, mode. I'm sure you did, Mr. Woo! I love a photo mode, you guys. 
Sheesh. <laughs> but yeah, those levels are very, uh, very cool, very interesting. Like it is very maze-like. Like you said, that was a good way to describe it. And you're basically being very careful because these these yes. creatures can very easily fuck your ass up one on one yep. if you're not careful. And it's all about figuring the timing of their spells. Because mm-hmm. they're easy. Like, once you get up on them, they're easy to kill. Right. But yeah. fucking up and messing up your timing and get blasted by one of their spells. or Yeah, because one of the spells completely immobilizes you. And, and then, they then they'll come up and, and pick you dead. up. You're dead. And, yeah. They at start. That point. Yeah. That's it. Um, <laughs> and uh, it, has a, it has a cool boss as well. Like, um, you know, I kind of want to leave most of the generalities vague on the levels there's lots of cool stuff in there just don't want to spoil everything but the boss bosses were obviously spoiling even though the bosses are the weakest part of this game yeah um but uh the fool's idol do you remember the fool's idol false idol fool's idol it is the fool's idol. oh it's the the lady that makes the it's in the the chapel cool ass looking fucking boss cool ass looking fucking uh arena you know room for the boss the music is real good uh not the worst now i understand that later on new game pluses we won't talk about that but on first playthrough not the hardest boss for me no and i I got her in a couple times i figured out a way to beat her a lot easier more reliably in new game plus with the thief ring yeah it's a lot easier so she's that your classic boss that's that makes copies of themselves right see it all the time and one of them is the real one yes and you can waste a lot of time and take a lot of hits attempting attacking the fake ones, right? Like, your goal is that you want to zero in on the real one right? instead of taking out the fake ones. But the fake ones can definitely fuck your ass up because they they're sure shooting at can. you, too, with right. their little magic missiles. So if you hit them, they go away and they stop shooting at you. You only have to hit them once, I think, once, right? Yeah, because yeah. then you realize it's not them. Yeah. But uh, it's it's not a terrible fight, but it can be a pain. The yes, because she also sets traps out for you. Mm-hmm, the traps, which, oof. and when you get hit with like three or four of those things in a row, if you step in the wrong trap, it's you're dead. Curtains, you're dead. And if you if we haven't mentioned it, I think, but if you die in these games, you go all the way back to the, the start, back, and you yeah. lose your souls. Lose. That's the whole. Oh, how did we not? Yeah. It's <laughs> the whole concept of the game is you collect souls from enemies you kill, and then that's your currency. Right. And when we say currency. For everything. You want to yeah. buy a sword? You're spending souls. You want to level up? You're spending, spending souls. souls. You yep. want to fucking jerk off in the shower? You're spending souls. <laughs> Spells. Souls. It's yeah. all tied to one currency. There's no experience. There's souls. There's no gold. There's souls. Right. 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 Sorry about it. We'll get better at stuff <laughs> yeah. like this. It's We're fine. excited. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, when you die, you do lose these souls, but you can go get them. If you, if you can make it back to the point where you died... There's uh, something you can pick up that restores all your lost souls. Yes. However, if you die before you pick that up, those They're souls gone. are gone forever. Gone. And, you know, I. <sighs> the first time you lose a massive amount of souls because of something. And it, was, and it will happen. All the time. It, I'll tell you what would happen. I would get into a game and I would be running loops on these dudes. I was like, oh, I need to upgrade something. I'm a big finding some souls and probably getting some grass too. So I would go out and I would run these loops and I would have a hundred thousand souls, something crazy on me, full up on grass. And I'd be like getting greedy. Be like, Oh, well, if I go over to this part of the level, I could get just a few more souls, add to it before I go back. And then those dudes would kill me and I'd get pissed off and I'd start running back. And I would die because I was pissed off and running and not being careful. Too quickly. Yep. yep. That's that's how they get you. Absolutely. 
It's a pain in the ass mechanic, and it's real tough in this one, especially because in the future they gave you checkpoints like these yes. bonfires. You don't have those in Demon Souls. You, you have just to beat a boss. Have to beat the boss when you get when you start your run. It's you got to go all the way through the level and beat the boss on one go. Yep, that's how this game works. Or you go back to the beginning and go to the next. Exactly, or you chicken out and run away. Yeah, or you're because you're farming and you're trying to get that sword upgrade. Yeah, yeah, and if you kill the stuff you kill comes back when you warp out yes or die yes nothing stays dead except for like big bosses and some select large enemies in certain levels almost like many little right sub bosses Mm -hmm. or mini bosses in a couple of levels yeah so we definitely missed talking about that stuff but uh so that happened to me a lot in level three the yeah. like losing souls. Oh my god! Because you'd fall off a ledge. Yep. The ground would crumble beneath you. It was rough. Yeah. But um, you know, the second level kind of switches to more of a um the second part of world three, right, three two. Yeah, as you will. Um, changes to more of a vertical kind of level, and it's weird, almost sort of body horror part. It's a, mm-hmm. there's giant floating gargoyles, and with... there's like this central column that's just. Flesh Living and pulse flesh yeah. that you have to figure out. Yeah, the gargoyles look amazing. I'll be honest with you. I was clowning on those dudes <laughs> after not. They're not that bad. They seem more no. intimidating to me than they Absolutely. they actually turned out to be, but they look real cool. You should see them eat magic missiles. Oh. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> um, uh, but really cool, but also sort of a tr- problem for me because I like to roll so much. Lots of thin walkways. Gotta be real careful Where you can shit. get engaged in combat. Yeah, and there's no rails in this game. If you no. step off a ledge, you are dead. See you, fella. Yeah. It's not, it spawns you back up where you fell from with like half your health. Yes. It's like, yeah. back to the beginning. Yep. yep, you gotta be very careful about your footing. Yeah. Um. So what was the boss of this one? Um, this one was the Maneater. Man eaters, which to me is the hardest boss in the game. If that if that's who it really it is, is the boss, it of, is. It's man eaters. It sure is man eater. That you are not mistaken, the hardest boss in the game. Yeah. So it's it's it, without saying too terribly much about it. It's a um, it's an enemy that you fight, and then you have to fight another one. Yeah, and about what, halfway through the they're kind of like He's, he spawns in, so then you have to deal with well, two. Of them. They're almost like. Uh, steroided up uh, gargoyles. Mm-hmm. That's kind of yeah. what they they can fly. They got different magics and they're fast. They'll charge you. It can and, be infuriating because yes. if you really you can beat the first one before the second one comes out. If you can pull that off, that makes the fight a lot easier. But a lot of times the first one runs and flies off, and it's pretty frustrating. He won't stick around and take his medicine. But um, and the guide. Okay, so I was. Getting stomped, buddy, 15, 16 times. And then having to do that whole run over again, you know, just to get to the boss. And there's a there's a pain in the ass guy you have to fight on the way to these guys every time. And every it's, time. it's a real tough enemy. He's not easy. And so I get to him, die again. Look up a guide, and the guide is like, all right, this is what you got to do, guys. We'll get you through it. No problem. All you got to do is kill the first one before the second one even comes out. Oh yeah, like that's easier, so easy yeah. to do. And I was like, I've been trying. <laughs> and maybe it told he told me to use fire or something. There was other tips to it, but that was the main one. So I go in and I'm try, I'm trying, trying to kill the first one, 
keep dying. And then eventually I just like, I say, fuck the guide and just try to play as carefully as fucking possible. And it just lucked through it eventually. That's it was the hardest one. It, it, it was almost the breaking point for me on that game. It is. You have to really almost get lucky in that you get fortunate with almost the RNG of the enemy's attacks, yes. right? Like, and especially once the second one comes out and you have to deal with them both. Yes. You have to use, like, there's a central pillar you can kind of use as a cover, you know, and just circle around that. But it's, it is very, very difficult. Yeah. Definitely the hardest one in the game. But if you can get past that. That's a major hurdle to get past. And I think if you can get past that boss fight, you have the rest of the game easily in hand. Because after that, I mean, we're getting starting to going to be start talking about bosses that I just killed in one go, you know? Yeah, um, like the next one, which is immediately after that one, the, the Mad Monk, which is the, a um, bit of an interesting concept. I love right? the concept because it brings. Cool. I think it, it is. That's what I mean. It's an interesting before concept. We, before we talk about that, let's talk about the PvP because it's directly oh, yeah. related. Okay, the P- yes. there's not like a standard multiplayer mode in this game. So basically, what can happen is you can be invaded by another player if you're in a specific state, like. like you're actually alive right as opposed to like when you die you enter an undead state where you cannot be invaded right but most people try to play alive and then fight these people or at least there's people that's how you pvp right you can invade somebody else who's human kill them and take their humanity is that it or you get one of those little um i can't think of what they're called stone of ephemeral eyes i think yes right 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 but uh, that is real fun, and it's it's such a weird take on it. They refined it a little bit more in the later games, I think, to better success. But it's it's very interesting. I didn't do too much of it. I didn't do much of it all. I got invaded once, and this dude was fucking hitting me with the stone cold st- stunner <laughs> from the corner and shit. And like when he came in, I was at, at one of my most confident. I think it was right after I finally got my last upgrade to my sword, and I was wearing that that dude in the black dude. I was wearing his full armor set and still doing fast rolls. You know what I'm saying? Like Batman out in this bitch. Uh, and and he still just handled you. He like most handled me. He had a real long uh, spear, and he was just poking me, Steve. Oh, I wonder if it was the scraping spear. That There's like a troll weapon that you can use that actually wrecks people's gear, and that might have been what that is. If You, you should have checked your gear's vitality after fighting that guy. It's what a scraping dick. spear. But... Maybe not. May just been a regular spear. Anyway, well, he whooped my ass. So um, the the boss in level three basically summons somebody to be your opponent, another player. Yes. So you're playing another player at right. this point. That's the boss. Yes. And it can be pretty tough, depending on who you get. Yeah. Because I got a real easy guy. <laughs> I got a I swear real I got easy guy. The Happy Hob or Lobos Junior. Like every freaking time, who were just like slaughtering me and. The level le- is this the one where you're down in the bottom of the level? Yeah, I just have to go up a staircase and fight a couple of. So, what part in in World Three are you down in the bottom with all the crazy? Oh, that's Ugh. that's in three two. Okay, yeah, I want to mention this because it is oh, the grossest yeah. fucking part of the game. So, eventually, you fall to what seems to be the bottom of the level, mm-hmm. and you're basically in the sewer. Yeah, it's just you're wading through blood. A lot, wet, blood. a lot of blood. And the enemies are these weird baby-headed scorpion. They're almost uh, Dead Space-ish. Yeah. 
enemies. And, and creepy. Yeah, they're fucking creepy. They I don't like the noise. Like in I you could say it's definitely effective. That's right. what I'll say. It's definitely effective, but pretty gross. From are very good at fucked up designs on creatures. They are. They are and and it was just the variance in this level was what makes me like three so much because you got your prison tower, mm-hmm. then you got your weird like walkway the sort of area. Kind of vertical area. It's yeah. still sort of a maze, but now you're sort of sectioned off to having to be strategic, like because there's no uh, handrails, like you can fall off and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there's this bottom part with the gross, gross out yep. gore stuff going on. So yeah. like it's and then a PvP encounter to yeah. top it all off. So it's pretty varied stuff. Now, if the PvP is giving you too much trouble, you can always just play it offline, and then you just play, like, an AI-controlled guy, which is, uh, or you fight one, which is way easier. Right. If you ever want to do that. Which might have actually been what I did. No shame in that, either. Because I think I might have turned it offline after I got my ass beat by the guy that invaded me. (laughs) Yeah, that that can be pretty discouraging. Yeah. Especially when you lose souls because of it. Um, but the fourth level, we, uh, there's two more. Uh, the fourth level is what uh, kind of like a windswept, rain-swept kind of like thunderstorm. Yeah, constant storms. Yeah, little bit of castle vibes to it too. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's dark, uh, like not dark, but like um, cloudy. It's gray in the yeah. sky a lot. It has the coolest set piece from this remake. So you start off in the level, and you're you know, in this area, there's it's mountainous. There's cliffs all around you. It's raining. You're seeing the rain effects and the lightning and stuff for the first time. And there's an archway, a stone archway in front of you. And when you go through that archway, you come into what looks almost like a, almost a courtyard. And there's this old, huge tree planted to the left. And lightning, right as the moment, like when you see it and you're like, oh, that's a cool tree. Lightning strikes it and catches the tree on fire. And it looks so fucking cool. Very awesome moment. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Yep. And then a skeleton probably rolls into you like a a circus clown and then slaughtered you while you were staring at the tree. The skeleton enemies in this level are rough. They're tough. Yeah. They're pain. And they're they're not even the only pains in this level. There's those flying manta rays. Shitheads. Yeah. That are shooting electricity at you. Um, there's a big ogre guy who you can cheese with an arrow because I <laughs> cheesed him with an arrow. <laughs> big ogre guy. Yeah. And, and just a lot more treacherous footing areas and um, interesting fights with these in hallways, little hallways with these skeletons. You know? Yeah. Traps. You mentioned traps, didn't you? Not, not yet on yeah. this level. There's definitely traps as well. But um, that all kind of culminates in this fight against a, a weird one. Like the, um, I can't even remember what he's called. It's the big guy with the bird on his head. The adjudicator? Adjudicator, that's it. Yep. Mm -hmm. This was the first time I felt proud of myself fighting a boss. (laughs) Because I figured out his gimmick and beat him on the first try. Because he's got like a bird on his head. It's a bird, yeah. A glowing bird. And I was like, you know that that gif of Tom Hardy from Mad Max where he's like, that's bait. (laughs) People will use that. Like somebody will have a real bad fucking hot take on twitter and somebody will just reply with that gif of him being like that's bait that was me but i was like that's his weakness so i just got up high and shot it with the bow and arrow and it was over before it started yeah he's definitely not even if you wanted to fight him for real he's easy like yeah he's very easy um not a tough boss but uh 
still when you by the time you get to him you you're happy to not have that tough of a boss because the level is probably kicked your ass a few times for real <clears throat> then it goes on to i think what's the next one the next one is real tough to me it's one of the toughest levels in the game it's the one with those um grim reaper ghost looking dudes who summon the shadow enemies oh my god oh my god but if if you kill the green ripper dudes all the other dudes disappear they go away yeah, yeah. but then so, so there you have to deal with them you also are going outside and dealing with manta rays constantly on more shooting and you. then there's this section where you're where i guess you're fucking indiana jones and you're just walking along the tiniest little edge of a cliff like it's barely big enough for you to stand yeah. like face on and enemies aren't like, yeah, let's let him cross so he can fight <laughs> us over here. No, they're coming at you on these little strips of land yep. or shooting off, at you with arrows, getting yeah. pushed off. So like this were, became where like I would have to start trying to bait enemies. So you like poke your head around the fucking corner and you see a skeleton and you're like, Hey, <laughs> and that one skeleton will come to you. You kill him yeah, and then yeah. you move forward a little bit more and you see his buddy and you're like, I just killed your buddy. Come here. And then he rolls to you. You know what very, I mean? Very, very, very uh, good way to play this game. Yeah. Honestly. And, and the future games too. Yeah. Um, the thief ring also helps if you're, if you're um, a new player, you get the thief ring pretty early. And uh, if you use it on this part, the mantas won't shoot at you because um, they, you don't aggro them. That's basically the thief ring lowers the aggro range. I didn't know that. I didn't know it the first couple of times i played through. i gotcha I, I never really used the thief ring but the thief ring is very powerful who's the boss at the end of this level this one the boss is the mad monk the crazy or the fallen mad hero something like that it's the yeah. big yellow guy he's like stomping the around he's, bl- he's blind um he's not tough he he can old hero old hero that's it yeah. yeah he can do some damage but if you're careful and just stay behind him since he's blind he's not going to keep coming after you yeah you just got to choose your your uh, choose your like when you want to attack like you got to just make sure you go in smart and then get away from him and like to the other side of the map basically and then watch him and wait on your next opportunity to strike not bad this was another like I think I beat this guy in one shot yeah too. he's pretty easy not that bad. and then from there you would go on to fight the last boss which is like the giantest floating manta of all yeah the, the Lord storm of the king storm. storm kings there you go and you have to fight a bunch of little ones too, and not too bad. There's, a, I did find it funny that you beat it with a bow and arrow. Where there, it's okay. That's a totally viable way to do it. This is a great level to farm in the future as well. By the way, oh, if really? you ever decide to play through it again, you can farm this this level, and the mantas give you tons of experience. It's pretty easy. Oh, okay. especially because this is the only level you can use the the weapon you find on it. To there's yeah. The, right. the sword. I was trying to think of the name. Storm Ruler. Yeah. I, I So I'm running through, and there's just a store, sword in the ground. And I was like, well, I'll take that, and I'll look at it later. <laughs> Time to fight this guy. Right. Yeah. It's not exactly a good spot to stop and be like, hmm, what, what, what does this do? You yeah. Because it was um, like he's on you immediately. Yeah. This is in the heat of the battle. You yeah, find the sword. There's uh, projectiles exploding all around you yeah. at this point. Yeah. You have to keep moving. Otherwise, you're just dead meat. It took me forever, but I just killed him with a bow. You, you can totally So what that. is the sword? I don't even know. What does the sword do when you fight him? So basically, when you hold the button down, he charges it up and like swings it, and it'll shoot out like a a cone of energy that hits things in the air. 
and it does decent amount of damage. I want to say it one-shots the little guys, uh, and when you hit the big guy with it, it probably takes about, I don't know, 10% of his life with each shot. It's a oh, decent nice. amount. So. Yeah, well, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know it. <laughs> well, next time. Next time I'll do it, but man, did I, I got him with the bow. Yeah, again, not too terribly difficult. There's some good, some good hiding spots yeah. on, on the level, um, but you know, keeping in with the rest of the, the fact that those levels are very difficult. And then Dharma first appearance. <laughs> and then the next thing, the next world, the best world. No, if sir. you're a masochist. No, I was about to say, no, sir, not the best world. Uh, Valley of defilement. That's it. Yep. It's uh, this is a time and, honored tradition among from from games now it's the poison swamp level which they've done in every single game basically where the level itself takes life away from you while you're exploring it constantly not the first level no the the first first level level is just is worse if you ask me it's very difficult one of the one of the most difficult ones i think yes yes again small walkways dark lighting this one's tough to see yeah real dark and there's very aggressive enemies yeah these people large under the numbers stairs yeah dudes that that will find you and kill you easily yeah like underground mutants like what was that it was a little more recent than people under the stairs um <laughs> although people under the stairs is a good movie the D- descent did you ever oh, see yeah, that oh yeah i saw descent yeah, yeah kind of like that that makes sense they're yeah. wielding spears and sharp tooth so fucking tough man it's just tough to find your way through that level it is because there's some parts where the way you progress is you just sort of take a leap of faith you just walk off the edge of a walkway and drop down to another one mm-hmm. hope you don't go over too far to one side because you're dead <laughs> yeah you are dead yeah you just don't know you have to look yep really carefully first it's you have to progress very slowly through all five i think all the levels in world five oh, yeah this is it's definitely the toughest um uh, it, which makes getting to the boss like you know which which what's the name of this one this is the uh leech monger the leech monger he's not bad super easy fire honestly. like you could you can use fire even if you don't have fire you can just run up and hit him and he it's hard for him to hit you if you see and then him. like you can is that the one where you can also sort of back away into the cave mm-hmm. at the back of the room to avoid one of his bigger attacks or something at some point it's possible i uh I, he's a guy i never really had to worry about that with because i still think i had tons of fire sword stuff from the right. earlier in the game so yeah I just use that that's what i did too put some oil on the sword and went to town yep he was done yeah and a good feeling to get through that level and then from there it gets even worse because then you are into the poison swamp and uh not only dealing with a poison swamp but when you're walking through it you can't really move and roll like you normally do right like it takes your mobility away from you and it's not too terrible of an issue until you fight these giant versions of the people under the stairs the giant people under the stairs who don't care about the fact that you can't move. They just run up no, and that, kill you with like you two move shots. So slow. Yeah. There's it, no rolling. I mean, you can, but it's so slow. Yeah. You have and, to try to find these little pockets of ground to fight on. Yeah. And if you don't have those and you're fighting the big guys, you're just, you're dead. And then you're even you're like in, when you say little pockets, they are small. Very small. You do not have much room to maneuver around. You're getting poisoned all the time. I fucking hated it. <laughs> it was very tough. It was, 
and then you have to go through like another little weird village of these peoples to find the last boss of the level and that one was really tough it's just so confusing like all there's all these little huts and things oh, that you're getting climbing to the, through yeah getting to the, the dirty colossus mm-hmm. yes and i'll tell you what i feel like i did a good job of exploring and finding a lot of the hidden stuff on all the worlds except this one mm-hmm. because by the time i finally made it to the boss <laughs> i was like fuck this I'm not doing that level again. Give me a guide and beat both the first two bosses on the first try. Uh, I did not want to replay those levels. Yeah. Those, those levels are really honestly the toughest part of the game to me. Those and the man eaters. Dirty Colossus. I actually don't remember much about dirty Colossus. He was pretty easy. I think again, just like you could, if you had range, like, magic was real easy with him or you could just uh because it was kind of a fight where you had to walk down to him yes. you could stay up and hit him from up top or you could you okay. could go down there and kind of mess him up which was just as easy again not a tough fight and then the the fight after him which is the ultimate fight of the level was even easier the way we did it the first time yeah you gave me a cheese trick on maiden astray astraya 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 yeah astraya. <clears throat> um so yeah she's like this priestess who I don't want to spoil why she's down there necessarily, but uh, it's it's definitely a one you kind of have to look for. But she's kind of doing alms for the poor kind of thing down there, I think. But she's got a knight with her who I couldn't tell if he was undead or not. I don't think he is. I don't know. Because he the way he enters the scene is very interesting. But uh, if you want, you can fight him. And once you once you beat him, she just automatically loses the fight. Or right. you can do what we did the first time and stand a mile back and just keep shooting her with arrows until she dies, and that wins the fight, too. That's what I did, and it was super easy. <laughs> the only bummer was that dude died, and I couldn't get his armor. Remember, I was like, oh, can I get his armor? Uh, and I couldn't find his I couldn't find his body. Remember, it glitched out or something. Oh, yeah. That's okay. That was super but, heavy armor anyway. <laughs> Real heavy. Bruh, I'd have been wearing it. Uh, <laughs> I would have been wearing it. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, yeah, not that bad. Cool looking arena though, but I could see how if you wanted to go at it, not the cheese way, it could be pretty difficult. Oh yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, there was there's ways to cheese it after that. Believe it or not, there's like, oh wow, because you kind of have to make your way around the outer walkway, and there's like leading down to her is where he's waiting for you, and you can just kind of lure him up the ramp just a t- right. just a tad and then fight him do some damage and he'll back off without pursuing you and you can kind of run up and keep hitting him and then it'll you know kind of cheese him that way and then if i'm not wrong that's when you go back to world one and sort of clean it mm-hmm. up and yep. do three one three and um, then one four one four one three sort of more of world one um mm-hmm. just more castle stuff really um you fight the penetrator <laughs> not not hard no, he wasn't um, that bad. Because there's an NPC uh, you can release that helps you with that. Fight yes, too. that's true. That's how I beat him. Mm-hmm. And you told me, hey, make sure to 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 do the thing you need to do for that uh, NPC. Then one four Return of the Dragon. Right, this is the blue dragon. Mm-hmm. And you thought the the stuff with the red dragon was cool. No, man, it gets real cool with the blue one. Um, yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty formidable. Opponent. Another one that's considered sort of an optional boss. So is the red dragon. Mm-hmm. I killed the red dragon. I killed the blue dragon too. Um, 
and there's this part where you are down at the at bottom or end of a courtyard going up some and there's some stairs going up to like a big chapel yeah. or a big mm-hmm. build, and the dragons on the roof raining <laughs> fire down spraying on you. fire it yeah. looks so fucking crazy it really looks looks amazing um and then you fight uh, old the the old king yeah like the source of the who i want to i wish i could find it but i remember watching or listening to a podcast um right around the time that this came out and one of the guys on there was supposedly like a big souls guy and was like the last boss of the first world is one of the hardest things in any souls game and it is not no i would disagree with that unless he is being sarcastic either that or he meant the man eaters <laughs> that's all i can think of i don't know because old king know. a lot is not bad now he does have a move that is a pain and it's one it's it's pretty controversial if you ask me. If he grabs you with it, he will actually take levels away from you. Yeah, he can de level you. De level you, and it's gone forever. Yep, like you can't even get that back. No, so that's that's tough because once you in new game plus and new game plus two, those levels are pretty effing expensive to come by. Yeah. So, but, but he's got like a few attacks, not too bad. You just kind of if you could play defensively, you'll learn his moves in no time, and then you can really right. just take him down. Yeah. Once you told me he had one of those moves. Because Steve was way ahead of me playing these games. Um, he started before me, and he ended way before me. Because so, it, it took me a while. Um, and he he told me that he had this move, and I was like, well, he's just not going to touch me. Yeah, if you ever see fl- blue flashes, just get out of there. Just, he is never touching me. Because I was teetering on the edge of whatever armor I was trying to force myself to wear. Because if he de-leveled me, then I'm heavy again. <laughs> then I'm doing fat roll. Exactly. No, yeah. sir. Because it's, ha- it's your highest level that he takes. And then, I don't know. I mean, after you beat him, you're at sort of the end of the game. And mm-hmm. I don't really want to go into it because partially because I don't want to spoil it. And partially because I don't quite understand. It's pretty we- weird It and gets bizarre. real weird after that. But, yeah, that. definitely now, spoiler territory. Before we end it, though, you got to answer the lost mystery of Oh, yeah, the- that's right. So the okay. penetrator also has the thing where when he dies, this the little fog, you see a guy in it. So when you start level 1-4, when you, when you run in the first time, you remember there's the dead dragon corpse, and then there's the couple bowmen you have to fight. Then there's the three black phantoms. One's an archer lady. One's a knight with like a huge shield and like you know the tanky. And then there's the other guy who's a little more mobile. Yeah, it's their three ghosts of the a phalanx, the tower knight, and the penetrator. Like they all used to be protectors of the realm, but so they've been then they got turned into demons. Then you turned, killed them. Mm-hmm. Now they're ghosts. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're so when you get to them. one four, they're like, oh, remember us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fascinating. Yeah, yeah. I definitely didn't figure that out on my own. I think uh, it was a Vati video YouTube video that I saw that on. Wow, I thought it was pretty cool. That is crazy. I had would have never guessed. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, if if you can get past, uh, I still say Man Eater. Yeah, Man Eater is the one to get past. Yeah, and I say just stick with it. You know, yeah. If it if it really chaps your ass to play it, and you you just would rather be doing something else, do that. But if you like yeah. a challenge, you don't want your hand held. You want to. You want some pretty brutal but fair combat. It's a great game, and I think they got better as they went along. Like and to me, if you you know if you're somebody that's been lucky enough to get your hands on a PlayStation mm-hmm. Five, it is. It looks incredible. Yeah. It's definitely a nice showcase for PS Five. You know, 
Like, it's nice to get a system early on and then have something that looks like you can show people and be like, man, this looks crazy. Exactly. Right. Or, yeah, you want to show it off. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, that's our Demon Souls. Yeah, and we'll definitely get into more Souls stuff in the future. Yes, believe, as I, believe me on that. As I continue, because this game has uh, definitely made me more confident in feeling like I can play the other ones. I played some Bloodborne, mm-hmm. then a game came out. Like, I was playing Bloodborne just as a distraction until something came out, like in between beating Demon Souls and whatever it was. Um, <laughs> but I, I do plan on playing more so we can discuss them. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll be talking about all of them. I feel a lot more confident and like now I really want to see because it, it's the first game, right? Mm-hmm. I want to see where that concept goes from what is essentially pretty simple, right? Mm-hmm. In the first one. Simple yeah. but effective. It, yeah. It's Rustic. Just... <laughs> delicious. delicious. Yeah. It's just, it's it's like their play on, you know, fantasy tropes or whatever. Dark other. fantasy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they definitely got their lore a lot more together i think in this in dark souls and yeah definitely the world uh building as well yeah so guys uh we hope you dug it if you um if you have uh played demon souls let us know how it went for you i guess um if you guys haven't already hey leave us a five-star review on itunes and follow us at high potion pod on twitter and secondly, uh, if you like Star Wars, check out my Star Wars podcast, Blue Harvest, that I do with my buddy Will. Um, we'll talk to you guys soon. Uh, what should we end with? Give us a give us a Demon Souls ending, Steve. Bearer of the curse. <laughs> That's pretty good. What is it? What is it? She says that the world might be mended. Oh, so that the world might be mended. That the world might be mended. Doesn't she rep- repeat it? with P.D. Peterson. See you guys. Later. Later.